hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Uh, reporting live from the Speranza as well as Hadeh Nahum household, uh, looks like our men do not shiver when they pee. <laughs> I'm still kind of unclear as like what the fuck that means, like pee shiver. But assuming that it's like you get a little like like a chill. Yeah, I guess yes, it's a chill. No. Yes, I do not. You do not. But the crazy thing is like I don't know if Pierre clarified what a pee shiver was, but Mark did not. So I feel like maybe we're just the only two that don't really understand what a pee shiver is, but yes, it has been confirmed. They, they no pee don't. shivers in this household. Yeah. So I now want to like take it to our <laughs> our listeners and be like, do any of you have a pee shiver? Because now I'm just thinking this is like a big joke of a question that they asked. But the the, the person who responded, I'm assuming it was a woman, considering that was the point. She said yes. Yeah. I don't understand. Okay, we're we're doing a poll. Check out our Instagram. Yeah. There's gonna do be a pee shiver about this. or not. Like I just yes. I need to know at the end of the day. And if somebody responds yes, they do. I need to understand what that dictates. What is it? Because pee? I need I need specifics, please. <laughs> Emotion. Does it happen midstream? Every end time. Stream, beginning of stream? Throughout the whole streaming process? Oh my God, what, what does it, it look like? End. Does it happen every time? Is there a certain circumstance where it happens? Is it like after a really long pee and you're like whew, you feel great after it? You know when like you're like. Mm. Or like when you're like you have to pee so bad because you're on like a long drive and then you finally get there and then you pee. Does it then happen? Is it like a is it like a release? Is it like mm. an orgasm? Okay, now I think mom you're earmuffs a little too far. Okay, <laughs> okay. Well, so we've confirmed at least okay. for our households doesn't happen, and that's fine. If you know, and we'll post a little a little poll and we'll ask folks because now I'm now I need to know if there are people out there who actually do this. Um, I need to anyway. just understand what it is. That's, I think, the most important thing for me is like, what the fuck is a pea shiver? I would say pea shiver. We're curious here on the basic and the brain. We're trying to understand. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to learn. Um, that's, that's what we're here for. Blue dot. Um, um, blue dot. Um, okay, so for today's topic, um, I don't really know where to start because I think this whole situation has been a bit of a hot mess, but I guess I'll start with the question of, do you know who Ezra Miller is? Okay. So my short answer is no, but you know, I've never left it out a short answer in my life. Um, I, you know, I, I believe that I'm assuming that they go by they, them. Yes, they do. Okay. So I don't think I've ever seen anything with them in it, but... I know that they are an actor. Yes. And I've seen a lot of headlines recently about this person, and it looks like they've got some crazy antics. Um, But if you would like, I think 
you know, an elaboration. Is that a word, elaboration? If you could elaborate with some context for our viewers or our listeners. Why do we always say viewers? <laughs> I don't, well, because YouTube, so people are viewing. So oh, yeah, it okay, makes sense. Then. We have viewers. Listeners, viewers, people who are watching our shit, listening to our shit, whatever it is. We love you oh, all. We love you all. Oh, jinx. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, just because you said that, this is such a segue, such a side note. You said Jinx, but it made me think of Tinks. Um, Tinks is into some witchy shit. I had no idea. I found out on TikTok, um, a video came up about, God, I can't even remember. It was like some spiritual, like woo-woo type stuff. Um, and she was like, oh, I claim this. And I was like, what are you doing on spiritual TikTok, madame? <laughs> I was very shocked to see her there. It was like her verified profile too. I was like, interesting. Anyway, I digress. I don't know if you knew this about Tinks or not, but apparently she's no. part of spiritual TikTok. No, my doppelganger so. and I are very different in that way. Okay, so back to Ezra. <laughs> so back to Tell Ezra Miller. Who, who the hell is this person or who are mm. they? So he, oh, sorry, he, they, them were actually part of my um, favorite movie from my younger years, Perks of Being a Wallflower. It was actually one of my favorite books that they then made into a film. Um, And then I think they became more famous um, once they got indoctrinated into sort of the DC comic world uh, where they played the Flash. Um, I think it's like the Justice League is where they're most prominently featured with, uh, I think it was Ben Ben Affleck's (laughs) Batman, Henry Cavill's uh, Superman, Jason... Jason Momoa's Aquaman Um, and that's where they I think got sort of their more major claim to fame Um, and then they also were in the Harry Potter film franchise uh, uh, the Fantastical Beasts and I think their the character that they played was Credence Backbone I believe was the last name Um, so apparently Ezra has been exhibiting some pretty erratic behaviors I would say actually over the past couple years but in particularly this year so I think it was back in let me just double check here back in March March 27th Ezra was charged with disorderly conduct and harassment following a physical confrontation with patrons at a karaoke bar Um, but this wasn't their only run-in with the cops. Apparently, two days later, there was a uh, couple who, at the time, Miller was living with at a hostel, which I also thought was very strange, like, considering all of the money that you've probably made in your career, why are you staying at a hostel? But I digress. Uh, apparently, Maybe they Maybe some people res- just dig that life. I don't... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love hostels because of, like, the sense of community and stuff, but, like... I feel like once you've gotten to a level of comfort of like having right. your own space, like I, I guess I just don't understand why you would go back to that, especially okay. considering the level of fame that you're at too. You know what I mean? Like there's like no sense of space or privacy, but I digress. That's just my two cents. So apparently after this March 27th date, March 29th is when a fi- like basically they filed a restraining order against uh, them saying that Ezra came home after the incident at the bar and apparently threatened them saying, I will bury you and your slut wife. And <laughs> so I don't mean I to laugh. I don't know why that made me laugh. I just think it's like ridiculous. Like what? Okay. I also love how like that is like the one thing that people love to go after when it comes to like the wife, like let's call them a slut or a whore. Like that's like the go-to like, okay, cool. Love that. (laughs) Love that for us. 
Um, and apparently they allegedly stole the wife's passport and the guy's wallet, which include like his social security card and like all of his credit cards and all of his information. Um, we don't know if it was returned, but uh, I guess the restraining order was granted and then it was later dropped mid-April. Then Ezra gets arrested again on April 6th for throwing a chair at a woman during a private party and created, like, basically caused bodily injury. Like, there was um, a massive uh, wound on her forehead um, after the incident. I was going to say something, but I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say it. No, please. By all means, that's why we have this podcast. I was just going to say... In this economy, maybe I would be the one that's like <laughs> diving in front of the chair that he threw. <laughs> that sounds like a lawsuit to me. <laughs> I mean, every Sorry, time really I like walk joke. across the street now, I'm always like, if there's a car coming, I'm like, hit me, bitch. Make me some guap today, bitch, please. I need a down payment for a fucking house. Yeah, you do. Because I know a real estate agent. I know a realtor. Um, No, but seriously, sorry, though. It's obviously not funny that that happened, but that's just where my head went. I feel like we're just at that point in the day, that point in the weekend where, you know, we're all just like, cool, little blue dot. What's the point? What's happening? So, um, nothing makes sense anymore. I'm sorry. I'm dark humor, dark humor. Okay. All right. So, so, okay. So he injured this woman. Yes. So this woman was injured. Fast forward to June. Um, and this is, this is where things get really effing dark. Um, apparently, the parents of an 18-year-old activist, Gibson Iron Eyes, um, who is non-binary, accused Miller of grooming their child. And apparently, there were court documents that were obtained by TMZ from the Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court. Gibson's parents, attorney and activist Chase Iron Eyes, and pediatrician Sarah Jumping e- Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am, okay, I can. Perfect. Okay, technical difficulties uh, averted. Uh, well, not really averted because it did happen, but we're back. Back to our usual programming. Um, anyway, so back to this whole situation with Ezra Miller and the family. Uh, so they essentially were seeking intervention from the court, alleging that Miller had been involved with their child since they were 12. And they're essentially making saying that allegedly Ezra Miller was grooming their child. Um, a judge signed the request for a protective order, which says Miller cannot contact the child, Sarah, or Chase, or be within 100 yards of their residence. However, this is where it gets interesting. Um, Miller and Gibson have essentially been on the run, and this court has still been unable to serve them the papers. And in addition to that, uh, Gibson has actually gone on social media um, and said that, like, they're totally fine. Um, and then to add fuel to the fire, their family members and their uh, friends basically were like, oh, you know, their their social media is being, you know, some basically making the assumption that Ezra Miller had taken over their social media or somebody else was controlling their social media because that's not the way that they quote-unquote talk um, or communicate. And so uh, they then came out with a video on Instagram saying that they were disappointed and how all of this was going down and that they're completely competent and sound of mind. Wait, so um, and th- th- this was the Gibson? Yes. 
Okay. Sorry. Just wanted to clarify because we've got a lot of they's and them's going on right now. Yeah. And we have no idea where Ezra Miller is and where Gibson is. Fun facts. Um, so, yeah. okay, so he's technically, just to recap, sorry, they are technically not violating this restraining order because they have not been served the papers yet. Is that correct? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, they haven't been served the papers. And the court has no idea where they are. And they've been like on the hunt for them. Fun facts. Okay. Um, and how old is Gibson Iron Eyes? Uh, I believe they are 18 now. Hold on. Yes, they're 18 now. But apparently Miller had been in contact with Gibson since they were 12. Um, and from my understanding, they had been like flying them out to like premieres and shit like that and like having some sort of relationship mm. with them. Um so we don't know. Allegedly, the parents are saying that their child was groomed. The other side is arguing that maybe, you know, Ezra was protecting them as they were, you know, experiencing, you know, their sort of confirmation of their own identity and how they were mm-hmm. struggling. And, you know, they decided to be a support to them. Uh, but we don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of wild. Deep shit. Like this is, this is like heavy. It's heavy. Um, It's really heavy. And this isn't the only, there's like another person who's come out and said that they were groomed by Ezra since they were 12. Yeah. So there's like another, yeah. And this was, I think the report came out by the Daily Beast in England. And um, yeah, it's, it's not looking good for Ezra right now, but wait, that's not all. (laughs) I feel like I'm in like in those infomercials where they're like <laughs> trying to like sell you like a, I don't know, like a little grill or something. But wait, that's not all. Let me add on all these other things as part of the offer. Um, apparently the Rolling Stones did an investigation that revealed um, that apparently there's a 25-year-old woman and her two kids, ages one and five, are staying at Ezra Miller's, I guess, like Vermont farm. Um, he would have a farm. He, he, yeah, they would have a farm. Oh, sorry, they, um, they. Damn, I'm, I'm I know. so bad at this. I know. I apologize. Um, it's okay. You know, it's learning. We're learning. We're all learning here, and I think that's the important thing. Um, so apparently it's a roommate situation. Uh, the father is really, really concerned about the situation. Apparently it's like a domestic potential, allegedly a domestic violence dispute between the father and the mother. Uh, supposedly Miller has taken in the mother and the two kids, but here's where it gets weird. I'm going to read parts of this article cause this is, <laughs> it just gets really amazing. Two sources say they're concerned with the living arrangements because Miller's home has unattended guns strewn across the living room and mature marijuana plants growing on the property. And mind you in Vermont, I guess um, you have to get like a license in order to like grow marijuana. Um, And I think like they limit it to like two plants or something along those lines. Um, And the sources have said that it is definitely more than just two plants that are on the grounds of this Vermont farm. Um, And according to one of the sources, the one-year-old child allegedly played with a loose bullet and placed it in her mouth. Okay, so <laughs> I'm so confused. So sorry. So this woman and her three children are living two on his two farm. Children. Okay, her children are living on this farm, 
but nobody knows where Ezra is. Exactly. How do we know that they were, that like he brought her to the farm if nobody knows where he is? Um, so supposedly this was like Ezra helping out. Hold on, excuse me. Ezra so, helping her out because supposedly or allegedly, like I said earlier, it's like a domestic abuse, like domestic violence situation between her and her husband. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and Ezra was helping her get away from him by offering up his or their Vermont farm uh, for her and her two kids to stay. So theoretically, if he didn't have guns strewn across the living room and marijuana yeah. plants all over the place, yeah, people would be praising them. Yes, but I think this is adding to a long laundry well, yes, list of, course, of, of course. complicated and pretty problematic behaviors, um, which kind of brings me to like my next point because the reason why I brought up this story is because um, you know, a lot of Ezra Miller's erratic behavior earlier this year was kind of brushed under, you know, the rug. Not many yes. people were bringing it up to light. Um, and a lot of people were pointing the finger at Warner Brothers. Like, why is it cool for you based on, like, for example, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff that immediately when you saw that trial go on that you decided to cut Johnny Depp from you know, the franchise Fantastical Beasts, but yet Ezra Miller has been showcasing pretty problematic behavior, but you all are still keeping him on for the DC world because they're, you know, they own DC comics or the they have the rights to the content to continue to do films, um, as well as like the Harry Potter universe stuff with the, the Fantastical Beasts franchise. Um, and so people are kind of like trying to develop parallels here. Of like, why did you do it to one actor but not another? Um, and it kind of brought up this question around, you know, art versus the artist. Like, is there a potential or ability for us to be able to separate the art from the artist? Um, and ethically, should we separate the art from the artist? Um, but I think kind of going back to this Ezra Miller situation, a lot of people were upset that like DC didn't really do anything. And then I guess back in April, according to sources, and let me get the quote here, uh, the consensus, apparently Warner Bros decided to have a meeting about Ezra Miller's erratic behavior. And the consensus was uh, that they were going to hit pause on any future projects involving Miller, including possible appearances in the DC extended universe. But they didn't outright fire him the way that they did with Johnny Depp. Okay, this is like holy shit. So, I know it's so a much lot. has it's happened. A lot. Um, yeah. I feel though like not not saying that any of his behavior is okay or right, but I feel like a lot of it is like speculation or not. Maybe not speculation. Maybe that's not the right word. But I feel like it's all allegedly. Been, exactly, it's a lot of it's alleged. alleged. Um, I mean, you mentioned that the initial thing in Hawaii. Okay, fine. He got into an altercation with someone at a karaoke bar who hasn't drank and gotten into some kind of a verbal or physical altercation with somebody in their lives, right? Like, I just don't think that that necessarily is like you're horrible. You're an, probably an annoying drunk, but fine. Um, again, they dropped, didn't they drop the whole thing with the I'll bury your slut wife? Yeah. Okay. So again, that was dropped. Then the next thing, um, the Gibson Iron Eyes, that hasn't even, they haven't even been served yet. So is it alarming that they don't know where they are? Yes. Yeah. Is it alarming that he 
you know, was or wasn't grooming a 12-year-old? Yes. But I feel like that's still very kind of new. I don't know. I guess I just... You know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of cancel culture and I, yeah. I, but I feel like Johnny Depp was accused of domestic violence. Like there was an accusation that I feel like was very different, at least initially. There's an accusation to a lot of these here, stories. There's an accusation here though. So there are the parallels. Yeah. Which is the grooming. Um, and I think what's also a little sus here is that this isn't the only person who's come out and said that, you know this behavior is very typical, right? Kind of setting the the picture or the image or a little bit of a precedent that this is kind of the norm for Ezra. Um, oh, I'm not, I'm not you, saying that I... Sorry. Yeah. No, continue. I'm, just saying, I'm not necessarily saying that, like, I don't think that Ezra is maybe off their rocker doing things that they yeah. shouldn't be doing. I'm not saying that I think that they're right or they're... I'm just saying, like, I wonder if that's why, you know, the whole DC or Warner Brothers, why aren't you doing something about this? Whereas, like, they fired Johnny, um, you know, lots of other celebrities. They've been canceled a lot faster. I guess I feel like now that they've pressed pause, they probably just want to do more information gathering. Mm. I don't really know if we want to go there, but you can go there. We can go there if you want to go there as yeah. to why they press pause as opposed to just making a decision. But, oh, probably. Oh, so we're going to talk about like identities right now because of the sensitivities around them being they, them. We're mm-hmm. going to say that Warner Bros. is probably being a lot more sensitive with navigating this because they don't want to be canceled as a studio. I don't disagree with that is all I'm saying. Okay. I'm, and then like, is that fair? You know, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Um, yeah. But I do wonder if there's a little bit more tolerance being applied here because of. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think there could also be learning lesson here because of the, I think there was a period around COVID when, you know, cancel culture was kind of like at its height. Rampant. Right? rampant, like absolutely rampant, where nobody was doing any information gathering whatsoever. And I think a lot of these studios got caught up in that. And I think this year with seeing how the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial played out, I think there's a lot of studios who are now taking a step back and they're like, oh, actually my B shouldn't have done that. And so now they're sort of slower to the, you know, slower to the punch line or slower to the, to the finish line. Is that what it is? Whatever the Americanism is. You all know that I suffer with Americanisms. I don't know what um, the Americanism is. I don't know if there's an American. Where it's like they're slower to the whatever it is, whatever the phrase the, is. People people will know what I'm where I'm trying to get at. Um, but essentially they're like taking know, their time. Wait, really? Hold on. Now I'm actually gonna have to like search this up. Slow to the pickup. Slower to the to the draw. Slower to the blank. I don't know. Okay. So while you're researching mm-hmm. that, I uh, that that does make sense. I feel like yes, there was a period of time slow when, on the draw. Sorry. Slow on the draw and it has to do with like when you that. draw your gun to fire in a fight, like they're slow to do it now never because they're trying to get their information before they, you know, oh, cancel folks. Yeah. I don't hate that. There we go. But continue. Yeah, I mean, I, I I appreciate that. I think that like everyone should be doing that, right? Don't we live in a world where, or don't we live in a country where it's innocent until proven guilty? 
I think obviously there are certain circumstances, i.e. I'm looking at you, R. Kelly, but there are certain circumstances where I think the, you know, the, all the evidence points to guilt or whatever it is, or the, you know, the accusations are horrible, but I feel like there's still, I, I think it's very clear that Ezra has some erratic behavior and some less than, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't want to say less than normal because it's not right, but like obviously something's going on here, right? Mm-hmm. Picking up people, bringing them to your farm, you know, is it irresponsible of them to allow a one-year-old to play with a bullet? Absolutely. But I guess like I have to ask if what's the mother's accountability in that? Like so why, why are we saying, saying it's Ezra? Yeah, so the mom is saying that the guns are actually locked away on the property. Um, And I think a part of what could be happening here is the father is spewing something and these sources may be trying to be on the father's side. And that's probably why this information is coming out the way that it is. Okay. Um, It could be that Ezra Miller is is. like a wonderful fucking person and could actually be helping these people to escape the drudgery of their lives and getting them to, you know, live their authentic lives and is helping them. Or it could be actually really dark, as a lot of these, um, I think, journalists are making it out to be. We we have no fucking idea. Well, I think I it's, it's just the former. Yeah, no, I I agree. I'm with you. I I feel like there's enough darkness and shit in the world as it is. As you literally saw me too. like laughing till I fucking cried. <laughs> like as there's only so much shit we can all have. You too. We can all deal yeah. with. Yeah. Um. um but okay, so sorry, I just want to like touch on the whole like cancel culture, canceling the human from the art. I feel like in a in a perfect world I want to say yes, but I also feel like why should that person get to like live their life doing what they do, enjoying, you know, their their craft or whatever it is, mm-hmm. if they're a shitty person. So, yeah, so there's, like, a lot of back and forth on this. Um, I think in social media and just, like, in studies, research, all of that in general around the ethics of separating the art from the artist. So a few examples of, you know, artists that are terrible people or allegedly terrible people. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, I mean, this first one is definitely not allegedly anymore. Um, Chris Brown. You've got R. Kelly, you've got, you know, Michael Jackson, um, and even like now with a lot of people who are idolized in media and people are now coming out and saying like the truth to their history, like Elvis Presley. I mean, Elvis, the movie's coming out, but did you know that he actually groomed his wife from a young age, for example? Wasn't she like 16 when they got married? Yeah. And he knew her since I think she was 14. He was either 12 or 14, but basically grooming her. Yeah, I mean, like, problematic behavior all the fucking way. But the question. Uh, sorry, how yeah. old was he when they married? Do you happen to know? I do not, but I think he was, maybe he was in his 20s. Let's see here. Okay. Honest, Presley, he... I guess my question is, like, if it's, like, real love. I know, you know what? I say that trying to be, like, a romantic, but at the same time, when I was 16, I literally know my asshole from, like, my elbow, so I take that back. Oh, wait. So Allison wrote that in her relationship with Elvis did not become sexual until they tied the knot. And I just, when she was, so she was 21 when they actually got married. But it goes back to, was he grooming her? She met him when she was 14. 
So and was it grooming? Eight long years. But let's see here. Uh, Brethren untrained her. I, I need to know. So they got married in ninety since nineteen sixty seven. Sorry, nobody's giving me the exact age that he was, which is horrifying. So from thirty five to sixty seven. Oh my god! So he was thirty two. Thirty two. <gasps> so I guess he was like twenty five when he met her. Okay. Okay. That's creepy. <laughs> No, no, it's super creepy. It's super creepy. Uh, look, I, I, I hope okay. that that was not grooming. I, I appreciate that he waited until she was twenty-one. Anyway, I'm not apologizing for him. All I'm saying is going back to separating the the human from the art. So I will say for me. A good example for me is Michael Jackson. So I grew up absolutely loving the shit out of Michael Jackson. Like for me too, like me and my dad really loved him. So it was always like a form of like bonding Bonding. for us where we would like watch his content together. We'd watch the music videos. We'd play his music. We'd like dance together. Like for me, there was like a very, it was a deeper meaning based on my human experience with my dad that like bonded me over the love of Michael Jackson. Right. But unfortunately, as we have all seen, there is a lot of content that has come out recently about how he was allegedly, you know, molesting children. Not great at all. Nope. 100% in the wrong, right? Um, But then it kind of goes back to, well, does the fact that he was a shitty person, allegedly, affect my love or like the fact that like his music still has like, like I have a soft spot in my heart for his music and his actual entertainment and ability to create music that spanned a generation. Okay. Do you think that that First of all, I feel like that's kind of hard. Michael Jackson's like a classic, right? Yeah. But do you think that a lot of it is also because you had you had developed your like love for him, and then all of that kind of came to light almost like after the height of his career. Whereas I feel like it's yeah. different if you're in the height of your career. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like posthumous when like all of this kind exactly. of I think more so came yes. to light. Yeah. I mean, don't exactly. get me wrong. There were allegations when he was alive. Right. But I think most of the stuff, like the HBO documentary, the two part series, for example, that's mainly what I'm talking about. I don't know if you watched it, but that, that shit was horrifying. That shit scarred me. Um, oh, with yeah, Wade Robson. No, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I, if you love Michael Jackson, <laughs> I don't, I, don't I would, don't watch it. <laughs> don't watch it. Um, I think that, yeah, like that's a great point that you've made that there's a differentiation, I think, between, you know, having some shit come out in the height of someone's career versus like posthumously, right? Because it's like, well, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it during a period of time and it like created such like a deep human experience for me that I don't think I'll ever forget, right? Like in a yes. relationship with my dad, um, I hate to say it, but I can in that regard separate the art from the artist. Okay. where When is there a case when you cannot? It's a great example. I think when someone can uh, financially gain from it. So I think that's where it's problematic, right? So like, for example, R. Kelly. Yes, okay, that's what I'm asking. Who? Yeah. So R. Kelly, Chris Brown, for example. I mean, here's the thing. I also don't want to like 
diminish people's ability to get better and to seek help, right? And to become mm-hmm. better people. Like I think Chris Brown, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the human being. I don't I don't know if he's actually done the work that he needs to do, but from what I've understood from his PR team and what they've put out there is that he's like seeked help. He's like gone to therapy. He's like trying to be better. There haven't been any, you know, situations um, that have flared up since his uh, domestic violence situation with Rihanna, right? Um, that would make me believe that he's still that terrible or that um, violent of a human being, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for R. Kelly, for example, who groomed the shit out of uh, Aaliyah, mm-hmm. right? Married her when she was underage, um, who has continuously groomed women under the age of, basically children, not even women, sorry, I apologize. Children has groomed children, has had sexual activities with children, and has not made any Ugh. amends whatsoever. Um, I think ethically, it's not good to separate the art from the artist because the art is what feeds the artist, right? Like they are monetarily getting, you know, compensated for their existence with their art. So for me, I have no, I, I, like, I can't support R. Kelly. I can't listen to In the Closet. I can't listen to any of his previous works um, anymore. Like I have completely... Also, I've never really been a huge fan of R. Kelly. Yeah. But I have now made it like... Yeah. But now I've made it like a mission where like I will not support any of his content. Nothing. Okay. I mean, I... I, Yeah. What about um, Steve Harvey? Uh, No. Ooh, Bill Cosby. (laughs) Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Um, What about... um, Whatever. Steve Harvey says the wrong name all the time. Yeah. Bill Cosby. What about that? Another technical glitch or... I feel like this is God telling us, like, shut the fuck up. Stop talking shit about other people and just, like, move on with our lives for the week. Um, But I want to hear what you have to say about Bill Cosby and then... (laughs) Jesus Christ, let's hope that I don't get kicked off again. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I grew up watching Bill Cosby. Um, you know, I like that was like my my thing as a kid. Like my mom would put me in front of – like we as a family would watch it all together. And so I think it's so hard because there are layers to this. Like if it's hardwired in your psyche, especially as a child, when it was like to help – like I watched him and he taught me a lot about like – it's going to sound so fucked up, but like moral family values and like ethical values. And, you know, like I remember so many of these episodes that talked about like, you know, when you're dating and how to value yourself as a human being, but then also like how you treat family and how to like be honest and like, you know, like be good at school and like the importance of thinking of your education, especially things around like race and stuff too. Like, I feel like it created such core memories for me for as a kid that it's so hard to like separate that out because there were so many good lessons and so many good things that that show did, I think, collectively for society. And there's a part of me that wants to say like, yeah, shitty person. Would I ever watch anything that he does now? De- definitely not. But I can still value the okay. content that he had produced prior for what good it did for a community and for society. Okay, I was going to say, because he's not, ha- there's no monetary gain today. Exactly. Because you mentioned that earlier, but these allegations are from I know back in the day. They're not I from know. today. So Which while is also shitty because I feel like should someone's actions completely diminish such good work, you know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like there were so many people who watched that show and got so, there were good family lessons, you know, during that show. Like so many things yeah. that like warmed my heart that made me feel like normal as a kid because very similarly, my my family was to a degree like some of the complexities that were in that family, like I showcased in my family. So it made me feel kind of seen as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, like, does all of that have to go to shit? You know what I mean? because he was such a shitty human being during that period of time. But his content and the actor that, and the, the character that he played wasn't shitty. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he wasn't shitty. No, I, I know oh, he was oh, look, shitty. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying right or wrong. All I'm saying is it's just interesting how we're very quick to... Or not very quick, but you're willing to overlook things that he's done because he, what if it's because it's an actor versus like a musician? Cause you said, you know, R. Kelly, the mm. artist, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like the content is just so different. He's not necessarily singing about family lessons or anything like that. That's true. Um, also same thing, right? Bob Saget, may he rest in peace. But at one point he made some like weird off color comments about the Olsen twins, I think. And people were like, Oh, he's a creep. He's really mm. just a comedian that had like kind of like a darker side to his humor and yeah. we all forgot about it. Why? Because he's Danny Tanner and he's apparently the greatest guy in the world and blah, blah, blah. So well, again, I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's just interesting. I think it's it's person to person specific. And I think you have to look at like the level of good that their content did for a collective society. Right? Fair. Like you have to look at like how good was this content in regards to like how it served a community or how it served a population, or how it served a demographic. Should we be completely canceling him as an artist? Yes. Like as, as a human, yes. But should we also cancel his art even though it did such good? So, okay. So you're saying that you do and you think that we should separate the human from the art. I think it's person to person basis. Okay. I get that, but that's hard. Right, because it it's so subjective. Hard. Just because you connected subjective. with the Cosby Show, I literally don't think I've ever seen an episode. To be honest with you, but that I was loved like my shit growing up, man. Right? No, and, and and that's that's like I've heard it's a great show. I'm sure it's wonderful. My point being, right, that like, okay, here's it a good is one. So subjective. Who gets canceled? Who doesn't? Here's a good one. Will Smith. Since we want to talk about like recent times, like okay, a lot of people are canceling okay. him for his you know behaviors. Would you not go and watch The Fresh Prince of Bel Air anymore? Do you think I don't know? Like, so I think that we should that cancel con- Will Smith. Okay. Do I think that Chris Rock deserved to be slapped? Maybe not. <laughs> Do I think that oh, it also, was also? Just- can I just say, side note, because remember, people thought I was fucking crazy with my conspiracy theory about the alopecia drug. FDA just approved that alopecia drug that I had been talking about. Yeah. And for context for our listeners, there was a conspiracy theory because y'all know we love fucking conspiracy theories. That Matt spends um, a lot of time on TikTok. I do, <laughs> I do. Unfortunately, actually, I've stopped now because I, I can't deal with all of the um, bad news in the world. But um, there little is little blue dot, little blue dot, little blue dot. Um, there was a conspiracy theory that all of this went down to highlight Judah Pinkett Smith alopecia because Pfizer. Um, was sponsoring the Oscars um, this year, and they yes. had a alopecia drug that was coming out on the market. Lo and behold, a so couple of weeks ago, the FDA just approved what? What did they approve? Oh, an alopecia drug. Huh? Coincidence? I don't know. I th- anyway, I think the fuck not. 
I said it for you that time. Um, we think the fuck not. Okay. Well, I feel like we're, we're running out of time, but basically long story short, I think that you and I, mm-hmm. we can separate the human from the art, but it depends on the art less the human. I, yes, it definitely depends on the art. And I also think it depends on, because we've talked about this on the show too, how like, I think with cancel culture, at first it was accountability culture, then it became cancel culture, which I think became very, very dangerous in a slippery slope where a yeah. lot of people don't do their own research. And a lot of people are going off of what allegedly is being said versus what's actually being proven allegedly. versus not proven, you know? Um, so there's a level of that that I think should, you know, be taken into account. And I also think to, uh, to what I said earlier about monetarily, uh, or I guess like from a monetary standpoint, if they have definitively confirmed done said activities, let's say that their previous art was something that was actually really good, high value, I think for a community or peoples or demographic or of certain value. Um, but like if they're going to monetarily uh, get some sort of benefit from any future content, I'm not going to serve that content or I'm not going to watch that content. Okay. Yeah. I will not contribute to them being able to monetarily benefit from that content. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I appreciate it. Yeah. I think it depends. But, I think but, it's such but a we're, we're allowed system. to grandfather in stuff we love. <laughs> exactly. That, that's where we're at here on The Basic and the Brain. Okay. We've grandfathered shit in. Um, I also think it's just we as a society have a tendency of looking at things and being very black and white. I love that you're so eloquent about it per usual. And I'm like, you fucking took everything else from me. Don't take away Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's what I took out of this. You can't have that, okay? You can't. You just can't. You can't have the Cosby's. You can't have my fucking childhood too, okay? On top of everything else that you took away from me in this fucking blue dot. And on that note, I think we're ready. I think we're ready to wrap things up today. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next bit on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 